This is Professor Feather. This is the Midnight Gadfly. This is Dr. Head. And this is Bomb the Blue Fez. And you are listening to... Greetings, fellow film freaks. It is the Blue Fez. And today... Bong! Oh, sorry. Thank you, finally. <laughs> Jeez, only took you guys. I'm going to And today, we're going to be talking about a film from Japan, which unfortunately has kind of a sad timely... The film we're going to be talking about is the 1975 Japanese werewolf film, Wolf Guy. Professor Feather, punchline. Mm. The breast of both worlds. <laughs> Midnight Gadfly, punchline. Wolf <laughs> Dr. Head, punchline. I'm being beaten by Iron Sharp. <laughs> and I'll throw in Werewolf. So seriously, Werewolf. Where? <laughs> this okay. movie was the, the second part of the title of the movie. Um, <laughs> enraged like Enthropy. Enthropy, exactly. Enraged. Enraged like Enthropy. Yeah. Okay, so what's what are we talking about here? Well... According to IMDb, Sonny Chiba is Wolf Guy, the only survivor of a clan of werewolves who relies on his feral, full moon activated superpowers to solve mysterious crimes. One night, a bizarre and bloody death in the Tokyo streets plunges him into a far reaching conspiracy populated by crooked politicians, the Yazuka uh, recording artist managers, and a phantom tiger. Yeah. And as I said earlier, this stars the Japanese super action star Sonny Chiba, who unfortunately passed away from COVID at Sunichi. age 82. Yeah. A couple, not too long ago. Sad. Sonichi Chiba. Sonichi Chiba, if you're going to go for the. Yeah. So there we go. So that's kind of our, our basic premise. So, gentlemen, you've watched Wolf Gee. <laughs> what say you? All right, nobody ever want to talk up. I'm going to talk up on this movie. You want to say something, Dr. Head? Go ahead. You go first. I, I went first last time. I love this movie. <laughs> it is everything you want in a 70s exploitation movie. It's got horror. It's got gangsters. It's got blood. Uh, it's It's got martial arts. It's got magic. It's got supernatural forces. Movies. And uh, yeah, and boobs are plenty. Um, a couple really nice. I bet, 
I'm reminded of Steve Martin. Oh, look at the tits. <laughs> oh, but there's 57 tits. It's at least 57 tits in this movie. Uh, yeah. It, it, and we're just talking about the girls. <laughs> yeah, just the girls. Um, and I, I love the premise of this of the movie when you comes when it when you finally understand how this this tiger, who's the kind of the spiritual force attacking these guys, it is so Japanese in its in its incarnation, the malevolent, unrested kind of spirit force, this anger and hurt, and rage channeled into a, a, almost a physical manifestation. They call and it the to, grudge. Yeah, yeah, and to get revenge. It's it's so Japanese in its view of spirit and 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 uh, rest and the whole idea of the nagare, the flow of life, and and uh, kami, you know, the Shinto stuff. And it's just fun, you know. It's outrageously fun. The Sunny Chiba is marvelous in this movie, the action sequences are crazy good, especially the scenes where they're at the, like the quarry or something. And you got these like 10 guys in black are all shooting and Sonny Chiba's just doing his flips because he's in his full moon. He's in wolf guy mode. He's invincible. Day jumping 15. Around. Day 15. They're shooting at him. He's like jumping around. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's crazy fun. So I will turn it back. Let everyone else elucidate on the marvels of the booby. I mean, the film. Well, I'd like to say gang rape, syphilis, the grudge. <laughs> That's what this whole movie's about. Is this, this, what's her name? Mickey, Mickey, something like that. She gets, she gets gang raped. And, and it's funny because it's all in the subtitles. It's the mob. Everything's the mob, you know, um, but she gets gang raped and then she gets syphilis. So she gets ostracized, <laughs> you know? from from everything and she she ends up becoming a heroin addict yeah and sunny chiba is a reporter yeah kind of um, sure a reporter <laughs> yeah. it says somewhere somewhere there in passing that he's a reporter mm -hmm. and but yeah but yeah we come to find out that he is the last surviving member of a wolf clan werewolf and they use werewolf very liberally. It's yes. not the American werewolf necessarily, um, but in some right way, it gives humans or these people who are the wolf people special powers during their time of the month. Um, and you see it with his hair. His hair is all yeah, very tousled and and almost like a Jack Russell Terrier sitting on his head. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> that was the. That was the. <laughs> That's, that's how you true. tell he's a wolf. That's true. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Midnight can't fly. Well, he's like uh, Jim Rockford, and he's got his little uh, angel sidekick guy. You know, I mean, it's, uh, it's, uh, smoking the cigarette stuff. Sonny Chiba is like just really charismatic. Like you could just watch his face, his eyes, all that kind of stuff. He just uh, there's something about him that's extremely watchable. Um, and it's great to just kind of see the '70s hit. Japan just as much as it hit uh, everywhere else in the you know in the world or at least you know the United States uh, with all their attire and that kind of stuff uh, and it's funny because he he finds this Mickey and he's almost sympathetic with her at first you know and he tries to protect her and all this uh, and she's a junkie that has syphilis 
Um, and her scene in the bedroom when she's kind of breaking down and saying, I just want somebody to touch me. All the, I mean, that's a great acting. I mean, the acting of that was just amazing. Um, just watching the, the two of them uh, with that particular scene. Uh, and I thought that's what was really cool about this movie is it balanced some really good artful um, and good dramatic scenes. But then it was the, the exploitation and it was the action and it was just the craziness of uh, a non-Western film, too. Just the way the story unfolded, you're like, where are we now? What's going on now? Who's this person you just introduced three quarters of the way through the movie? Um, and it, it, was all, it all worked, you know. It was just uh, really just kind of crazy fun. Um, the uh, only thing is, uh, I couldn't tell, was that his friend from the beginning that got killed on the barrel, that got hung? Yeah, I believe so. I, th I think it was. I mean, yeah, yeah, I thought, I thought it was. I thought yeah. it was, yeah. The reason I, I couldn't tell is no hat, and every other time you saw him, he was in complete white, right? So I didn't know if that was, like, blood or, or something like that. So I got a little confused at, at that particular part. Um, but this is really good. You know what? I have not seen a lot of Sonny Chiba films, you know? I know he was famous for, like, Street Fighter and Bullet Train and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. Um, and I'd known who he was, but I'd never, I don't think I've ever seen any of those movies. Uh, and I think the only other movie I've seen him in uh, is Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Yeah. Kill Bill, yeah. Which is... Uh, you know, the sword maker. Yeah, he's awesome in that. Him and the, the other guy that are, they have, what, are the sushi place or something, you know, that they they live in. Um, but yeah, and as I said, I, I was pleasantly surprised by this movie as well. I, I would recommend anybody see this movie. Um, you know, I was actually kind of grousing about the fact that I just had to watch two uh, movies with subtitles in a row. Because <laughs> um, I watched you know, House, which we're going to do an episode on. Uh, and then I watched this, but... Uh, it was really, it didn't bother me at all. I mean, it was like, it was really uh, well done. Plus, there's just a lot of action. You got a lot of resting time uh, when they're not really talking about anything or, or doing anything. Um, and then the last thing I would like to say is I love the music. I thought the mm. music oh, yeah. was just so awesome. Yeah, yeah well, I, I'll, I'll take exception to that. Um, I did not like the music. Um, it was, I think it was like their, because, you know, um, imitation. Um, and it was to me, it was like imitation disco because that was what was big. And then even the, the jazz parts. Now I won't say this for every single song in the, in the thing, cause there's a lot of different music in this. Um, but most of it is just so bad disco and bad jazz. Um, and it just, to me, it juxtaposed that bad music with the exploitive aspects of the film. You know, um, so I accepted it, but it, I, I really didn't. I really did not like the music very well. And then the other thing I, I give them, I give them, you know, kudos for, but I don't think it worked every time. Um, the other thing I think there was big influence on them was um, here again, coming back to independent film making um, that that crazy camera. You know, and let's move the camera a lot. And, let's, and I just think sometimes that's overdone. And I think in this movie, they, they did that a little too much uh, for my liking. You know, it, it just didn't, didn't work a lot of the times. Um, but then on the other hand, you know, I love the ludicrousness of the whole plot. And the, the, the scenes where he's rolling down the hill on day 15 and, you know, getting shot and then smiling, uh, you know, and just, you know, it, it, there's no rhyme to reason. Other than, you know, he is a werewolf. I mean, you know, so he's got that, you know, whatever that means. Uh, 
yeah, very, very interesting. And I like the scenes. Um, we didn't get into that. The, the, the most, probably the most um, discomfortable scene in the whole movie is when he's with Mickey and, and she's offering him her body and he's lying there. He says, you are my mother. You are my wife. Yeah. Um, I am born of you. And I'm going, God. <laughs> and then they even cut to the little kid suckling on his, his uh, mother. And it wasn't Mickey. Wasn't that Taka or something? No, that was, Taka, yeah. Ta- yeah, Taka. Taka, Taka by, yeah, played by yeah. Yaoi I meant, Watanabe. Yeah, I meant Taka. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. She, and yeah. Uh, so, but she's she, named, uh, and they do that whole scene. Oh, you know, my mother, who's human, was the only friend of the Ugami clan. <laughs> what does, yeah, okay. And so she named me after your mother. And he's going, you are my mother. And I'm going, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Talk is- I'm glad they went on to the artsy, smartsy little, you know, camera moves there. And, you know, uh, um, kind of out of focus film and stuff. And they, they then they cut it. It was relatively tasteful. <laughs> Taki like, was the character that was introduced three quarters of the way through the movie. It, was, it made yeah. him be further than that, you know, because like she just yeah. literally shows up. Yeah, um, that's out true. Of nowhere. Well, yeah, and saves him. And saves yeah. him, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's the other thing that I love about this movie. They're, they have a double-barreled shotgun. And they're shooting, I don't know how many shots out of that. And and they're using, not they're not buckshot. Those are like full, you know, Big slugs well, that are coming yeah. after that, and they're very accurate with them. I, I like that, <laughs> blowing people's in the heads and stuff. And the other scene, uh, one more thing, and I'll shut up. I like the scene. I thought it was really weird when the the head of the mob guy had had uh, you know Akira in the uh, Ugami in the in the restraints, and they started cutting him. The the operation scene. Oh, and then they switched to that weird solarized and mm-hmm. while the guy's talking and but they're showing all the action of that splitting the membrane and yeah. you can see that i went now that's fucking weird that's just weird <laughs> and then later on what is it dave whatever day one of the days he grabs the he grabs a hold of his the bars behind pulls himself up and looks down he's got all of his entrails hanging out and then all of a sudden they all start sucking back into his body and it closes up so he's you know he's healing i'm going those are just pretty bizarre fucking scenes yeah agreed um i can throw out here that i i had no um uh like uh what do I want to say here? Like, no interest in seeing this before. I it was like, oh, I, I love this movie. I want to share this. I completely stumbled upon this film. Uh, just doing, I, I discovered that Arrow Video, which has been doing a lot of um, some pretty good releases, has a YouTube channel where you can rent um, a lot of their movies. And this is one of them. And I went, oh, okay. I don't think I've heard of this before. And I'm like, oh, okay, Sonny Chiba. That, I do know Sonny Chiba. So I watched the trailer and I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I, I need to. I need to watch this. We need to watch this. And everybody has said exactly how I feel there. I, I, I loved the sort of seventies exploitation, almost grindhouse feel to this film. And I, and as a graphic designer, I loved the credit sequence as it's moving through. Cause you know, the Japanese language in itself is just, you know, when, when they take it and make it so graphic and they, they kind of work it into the theme of the, the production, it, it just, it's, pops and so that was fun but i gotta tell you i'm, I'm watching so I, i've got these preconceived notions on what we're gonna get we're gonna get this this werewolf movie which we sort of get but not really um 
And that opening scene with the guy running down the street and people are like, what's the matter with you? And she was like, hey, come on, assholes. And he follows him down an alley. And then all of a sudden his face just shreds open and his chest shreds open. I'm like, what the hell? And there's blood flying everywhere. And I'm like, okay, I didn't see that one coming. And I'm thinking, oh, side chief and turn into werewolf. No, he's still in the trench coat. I'm like, who did this? What's going on? And I'm like, all right, I'm I'm kind of, at that point, the bar has gone down. I'm going to be uh, on this ride for three minutes and 30 seconds, and I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it. And I got to say, yeah, some of it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but I enjoyed it. I mean, it's a lot of fun. And it's interesting because when you know that Toei, if I pronounce it right, Dr. Head, yes? Toei, yep. right. oh, yeah. So they produced this movie, and I know that they did a lot of kids stuff, uh, for tell for Japanese television, Gamera, Johnny Sacco, right, yeah. and I think even going into the seventies, uh, Spider Man, uh, the yes. Spider Man show, and I'm pretty sure the fight in the quarry that seems to be like a popular place to film because I could have sworn I've seen that in some other productions before. And every you- Power Rangers, every <laughs> yeah, every, yes, every common yes, writer, yes, you know, because it's it's like, oh, where where else can we set off explosives where it's not going to hurt anything? Right. Oh, the fucking rock quarry. Let's go. <laughs> right. And when you get to those scenes, then I'm kind of like, okay, I feel like I'm in a Toei production. Before it's very grimy and dirty, and it's like, oh, this is you just kind of feel dirty watching the film. And then you get to that part, it's like, oh, it shifts into a Toei. Uh, kung fu kicking ass sort of thing and it's like it's a weird kind of juxtaposition of the two elements we've got going on there and especially the just and then you know like you said the characters dropping in and dropping out getting murdered and the tiger and everything it yeah you don't think it works but it does um and it, it kind of makes me want to track down the uh, manga that this is based on because i believe yeah it is based on yeah yeah and yeah. it's kind of loosely i think some of the names are similar but they're uh, yeah. they kind of is it i was going to mention that because i think that's that's why the camera camera's moving so much yeah you know uh, professor feathers it's it's recreating the stylized look of what the manga's panels would look like and you see that you know done and and you see that as part of anime too you know speed racer and those kind of action anime from the 60s and you see that in a lot of the gangster movies in the 60s uh that were put out by toho and other companies this was a really huge popular format and now when they take the gangster and make it to exploitation and you add the the manga and that anime aspect it's like all these worlds collide and turn it into like something crazy and you know, there was, this was also the era of great shows like the Common Rider and, you know, Common Rider V3 when they had like the most ludicrous villains and outrageous fights and stunts. And, you know, this was all part of the zeitgeist of the entertainment of the of the era. So, I mean, you could just eat it with a spoon, man. It's just so good. It's like Saturday morning, <laughs> Captain Crunch. You know, you just want to go to town on it. So, but yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and, you know, and I, I criticize the music, but on the other hand, a movie wouldn't be anything mm. without this m- music. It wouldn't yeah. be the same. This music really does add to it, whether I like it or not. I mean, it really, and it just add to me. It adds to the cheesiness of the movie, you know, yeah. because the movie does have a very high cheese quality. Um, <laughs> yes, and yeah, but still, but it, it's a great movie. No, yeah. I agree. I enjoyed. I had heard about this. I'd read about this movie you know, in one of my various magazines over the years, but had never seen it and then forgotten about it. You know, when you brought it up, I thought, oh, 
oh yeah, I remember, you know, I remember reading articles and stuff about it. So it was great. It was great to see it. Um, yeah, it's, it's got some classic stuff in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Th- those, those tiger strikes are, those are yeah. great. Those are wonderful. People are just all of a sudden Trump, they're just getting ripped. Shred. You're like, Oh crap. Yeah. Well, I think uh, the, I like the movie because of the mishmash of styles as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it does some art house stuff too. So like yeah. when they do the yeah. flashback, that's very Kur- Kurosawa, yeah. you know, and they got that little kid is just so serious looking, you know, whoever, whatever, you know, they did to put that in there. But and then, he also had a great grin when he got to get, suck on that tit. Yeah. Did you notice the grin yeah. on that kid's face? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not kidding you. Yeah. When his mouth went down, he was smiling. Uh-huh. As he should be. Why not? I mean, you know. yeah, no, <laughs> I, it, I was a very recognizable smile. That's right. Like, hey, yeah, that's how it is. High five. Yeah. They, they also had a lot of Sergio Leone moves, you know, when they would yes. go in on the eyes and stuff like that. But they'd also do a lot of the karate stuff where they do the quick pull out, you know, and you like see the whole scene really quick. So, yeah, I, I just that was what I saw this movie was, was this guy going, I can do all of this stuff, you know, and I'm going to pay homage to this and it's going to have a little bit of that and it's going to be this, you know, and I and I enjoyed the fact that these story elements just kind of took a left turn. Uh, because again, it felt very un what we're used to. You know, it doesn't follow that that very definitive form. You know, three act play or whatever it is. Um, it, I thought that was really cool with that stuff too. And like I said, I think there's just uh, some scenes with the acting is just great. Just you yeah, know, yeah. Phenomenal. That's no, that's true. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. I remember what's the director's name? Yamaguchi. Yeah. Uh, he did a whole bunch of these kind of movies, and with Sonny Chiba in in a bunch of the movies so they're very well you know they're connected throughout this whole time period you know and doing and doing the various movies and and so it's all that you know he's he was you know one of the big exploitation directors of the time we we can't forget the scene where he gets saved by the biker girl in leather yeah. Um, and is taken back to her place and immediately gets thrown on one of those rotating red beds and she takes her clothes off. We see some of our first uh, breasts in the movie and uh, they get it on. And then the next cut, they cut to, he's eating a big steak, scraping off the, anything <laughs> yeah. that's not steak gets scraped <laughs> off the plate and off. he's just yeah. giant. And he's stuffing of, it in yeah, his yeah, mouth. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. giant pieces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm the wolf. Yeah. Right. He looks yeah. like the wolf. The, the wolf takes on a whole different meaning there too. Think about mm-hmm. it. He looks feral though. I think he looks like the way his hair and his eyebrows and stuff. But that's why all the women like him. You yeah. know, right. He's got, the, he's got that animal smell like an animal too. Yeah, yes. that's what she yes. said. Right. Yes. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's you know, that's all played up really good. I think because every woman that comes in, I love you. Think yeah, about they, it. They all of them. All them. He's like, it's good to be the king. <laughs> <laughs> And that even plays against him in the in the big confrontation between Miki and him and the mob right. boss who's manipulating her. And then so and that, that was a good scene. And they were talking about getting toward the end. Uh, that's a good scene because it took me by surprise that when she did it, she didn't do it to him. She did it to the girl. Well, yeah. and I, it surprised because me. Because she loved him. Yeah. Well, I and it surprised me because I thought that was going to be where she wouldn't be brainwashed and she was going to the two government goons. That yes. She was with. Yeah. I thought, I thought they the were going yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought they were going to get it. Um, and when that didn't happen and then the girl died, I was very upset because I'm like, oh, <laughs> she hasn't been here that, that long. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I kind of like that. I like the, the fact that they had found each other, you know. 
Yeah. But then they yank the rug right out from under you, and, uh, you know, and then they have that end. You know, we're out of here. Well, and and there again, you know, the end's left kind of open because he's carrying her off. Mm. You know, that doesn't necessarily mean she's dead. That's true. You know, so the sequel, which was never made. Um, I heard they, you know, they want to make it, but Sonny Chiba wanted like $35 million to do it so they wouldn't do it, something like that. He was getting big by that time. That's because in uh, in, in uh, 1970s money, that was $4.2 billion. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the, uh, we also have the, the scene where uh, after his surgery, the reason they do the surgery is because they want to infuse one of the Yakuza with his blood. <laughs> And they have the big fight scene, you know, leaping up on the walls and, you know, doing all kinds of stuff. And then... I uh, am your equal. Yes, I am your equal. And then he just dies. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you, know it, it you can't be... handle the wolf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, That's it, true. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And you notice how he, I mean, once he got his transfusion, oh, he's all yeah, haired out. Yeah, he he was full on. He kind of looked weird before, so yeah. But but yeah, he got a lot of yeah. He his did. Hair he did. went yeah. all over. It's like yeah. okay, somebody's doing their kind of like dollar store Wolverine cosplay there. Um, but and Sonny Chiba is still Sonny Chiba. You know, he still kicks his ass and whatnot, and the guy dies. But still, yeah, yeah. Excellent movie. Yeah, if you haven't seen so it, it's you can rent it yeah. on YouTube for yeah. a couple bucks. Yeah. Well, worth told, told, well worth it. Well worth it. Totally. And, you know, you can I mean, see it somehow. It's definitely worth it. Yep. Sonny, video. Sonny Chiba, I mean, was was acting since the early 60s. Early 60s. Yes. And and I think like the first thing I remember seeing him in is I don't think I even was aware of the actors yet. Was like I remember it was 1961's Invasion of the Neptune Men. Yes. Yes. And you know, it's like the earliest time that I uh, I had seen him, but I'd also seen him in other, other things that he had done. Um, Ogon Bat, um, which is just a fantastic fun. The Street the Fighter, bat. yeah, the Golden Bat. <laughs> um, I mean, that's just ridiculous fun. And it's you know, if you want to talk about fun, plus he was in, um, yeah, the Bullet Train, and then Message from Space, nineteen seventy-eight. Yes. yes. Um, virus. I've seen Message from Space. Yeah, Virus in nineteen eighty. You no, know, I, never saw, I haven't seen that. Yeah, and there, there's um, just tons of stuff that he was in. It became, you know, he's an action star on the level of like when you think about like Jackie Chan as far as prowess. He was a lot more serious. Jackie Chan has that humor. You didn't see nearly as much in in Sonny Chiba's roles, but both just amazing output and action, and it just kind of brings a sense of gravitas. It's like when we talk about other movies, like, like horror movies, like if it's a Vincent Price movie or Peter Cushing or Christopher Lee. You know, we know we're going to sit down and watch it and enjoy it because we know that actor. We're going to enjoy it, and that's kind of how I feel about the Sonny Chiba. And, and the performance is like, I'm, I know I'm going to like this because I like this guy, you know. And the wolf guy. I like that guy, too. They were really well, I got to see I got to see um, Invasion of the Neptune Men. I remember this distinctly. And I think it was probably my first encounter with him was um, I lived in Florida in, in late 1960, uh, late 1960. 
63, right? It was late 62 into 63. I lived, well, I lived there in 62, almost all 62. But out of Miami, there was a horror host called M.T. Graves. And I remember watching him, you know, and he did that movie. I remember him doing that movie. The two movies I remember him doing was that one and, uh, oh, shit, Frankenstein 1970. Uh, which is a which is another real great one but that yeah but th- i don't you know back then i was like 13 14 years old you know 13 i guess i was at the time but i had come i i liked it because it was a you know uh it was on a, a horror host movie so i thought oh this is pretty cool and i liked it you know but it, you know recognize how cheesy it was and all that even back then nice I think uh, the first time I ever heard of him was uh, in True Romance uh, because they go to a Sunny Chiba festival or Street Fighter <laughs> festival. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's when you're like, okay, well, we know that Tarantino does this already. And even though he just wrote it, um, you know, and Tony Scott directed it, um, it's got Tarantino written all over it uh, from yeah. the story, <laughs> the script, and all that kind of stuff, yeah. and some of the dialogue. Uh, that's a really good one. Um, so I've never seen Street Fighter. Has anybody seen any of the Street Fighter movies? I, yeah, Doctor Head has. You have, yeah, yeah. I've never um, seen any of them either. Yeah, uh, it was quite a while ago. Um, probably sometime in the early two thousands, uh, because I I'm not sure there was a channel I was getting or something. Or and I also worked in a video store, so there was a, a huge martial arts section, and. Uh, when I when I got that job, the fact that I knew a lot about these different actors and and stuff that, that was kind of helpful because no one else knew what the hell to do with these movies. So yeah, I got to see a lot of these, uh, a lot of these movies that way. So um, yeah, this was this a, a very popular movie. It catapulted him to to stardom, in other ways. Although he'd been acting, you know, for thirteen years before that. The but Street Fighter movie. The Street Fighter yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah right, right. Yeah, because I think there was a couple three. Like the, yeah, three, three I think yeah. of them. Yeah, Sister of Street Fighter and you know, things like that. So yeah. Revenge of the Street Fighter. <clears throat> right. Something right. like that. Hugely popular. Yeah. In not only in this, you know, Japan and it was just a, a, a mammoth movie for the time. Four. Four of them? Yeah. I probably saw them all at some point. There was Street you Fighter. Because they would show them what was that what was the one show? Kung Fu Theater. That was on USA. Was it USA? Probably saw him on there because they showed a lot of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, Kung Fu Theater. So there was Street Fighter, Return of the Street Fighter, Sister Street Fighter, Sister Street, and then the Street Fighter's Last Revenge. That's it, Street Fighter's Last Revenge. Yeah, that's that's cool. That's why I said I I didn't uh, know I, I'd heard of him, but then the only thing I, I've actually seen him in is this Wolf Guy now and uh, Kill Bill one and two, where he's the famous uh, Hattori Hanzo, the sword maker. Um, and again, I think even that scene is lifted from some movie, uh, or not lifted, but like is like uh, showing something that come came from some movie about two guys that owned a. A sushi place, uh, an older sushi place. Well, the diff- I think, uh, Doctor Head, you said uh, you you compared Sunny Chiba, the martial arts, to uh, what's his name, Jackie um, Chan. Jackie Chan. I think the difference. I think there's a difference between them, and and it's kind of odd because I think I think um, um, uh, Sunny Chiba's style and the style that they had was more Street Fighter, where Jackie Chan is more that. Uh, a production because uh, because of his background 
Yes, and working with like the um, the Shaw Brothers, that style. Yeah. It's a very stylized ritualizing. Yes. yes. But I, was, I was thinking of Para's prowess and what made them stars. That. Oh yeah, no, you're yeah, you're, you're absolutely yeah, right. They are they are yeah. on par. Just different styles, different different styles. Comedy yes. realism. But yeah, yeah it, it is a brutal fisticuffs. Um, but at least with Wolf Guy, there was also a lot of the flips and the flipping things. It wasn't <laughs> yeah. like the wire stuff that you did yeah, yeah. later on. But yeah, it, it is a different style, and and his movies were more you know were more gritty, and uh, those kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. and um, so like, but the Shaw Brothers, we could do God, we could do shows and shows on. Those. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which I think we should we should visit the Shaw Brothers. Yeah, there's That'd a be- great documentary on the Shaw Brothers. Um, I'm trying to think where I just I saw it somewhere like on Amazon Prime or, or it might have been on uh, HBO or Netflix. Um, but they literally go from how they started all the way up to their entire city that they built to do their production and how people pretty much lived there. You know, there was no, you know, they didn't have much leaving of the this little city. Um, and then like what, with Jackie Chan and stuff like that, those kids were raised in those environments, yes. you know. Um, so it was just kind of a weird kind of little enclave that they had to like that circus environment that uh, entertain it. I and mean, that's, that was kind of the class was you're an entertainer, but you, they had to be so well rounded. Oh, this, you know, if you ever yeah watched with the talk, Jackie Chan of what he went through, you know, mm-hmm. you know, that's why when he does his shit, it looks so natural and comfortable only because it's been ground into his head since he was a little kid. It's like watching circus families perform. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know? and, and oh, that's yeah. what they equated the whole, their yeah. whole community is, is exactly like that. Right. You, you learn raised from the masters that. and you're in yes. a very supportive environment and you do yes. it all the time. All the time. Yeah. yeah. I was that way when I was in clown college, but <laughs> I had, to, I got, I got booted, but we won't go into that. You mean the one that's on? No, get it. Was it an issue? I was in clown college and I got booted. Come was on. Was it an issue right. of the peanut butter? Is that is that the what peanut butter right? has something to do with it, but you know. Wait, there was a clown college on Burn Road in Toledo. I know where we're from. Was. Yeah, and that building's still there, and that is one of the coolest looking. I'm like, I want to get that and have that as my office space. They could fit like a thousand clowns in that. They building. could. I think there was a thousand at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be the first one. <laughs> clowns are on dope. Yeah. <laughs> The doorbell was a big red nose. Honk, honk, you know. (laughs) Say the secret password. (laughs) No. Hey, uh, you said it. (laughs) Come on in. Gadfly, was that Iron Fists and Kung Fu Kicks? Is that the documentary on Netflix? Uh, It might be. Yeah, I think that is Netflix. It sounds right. Yeah, that sounds good. I'd like to to see that. Yeah, it was good. Um, the it's weird because like they showed a lot of the actors, and I'm like, I remember a bunch of these different actors, especially the ones that showed up in uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Um, none of those were really talked about in that documentary, and I thought all of those were from that whole Shaw Brothers camp, you know. Um, but I don't know why they didn't. No, uh, I thought they were all from Hollywood. Those the the people. Which well, I don't know which ones. The the, oh, the, the elements. Got, the elemental. Oh, okay, no. Yeah. Some of them I think you're right. I think some of them were, weren't they? Were they yeah. Well were I they... the big the big guy that had the big face, you know, that yeah. guy was definitely I saw him in a Bruce Lee movie from over there and you know, I think the other you know, the other two guys yeah, okay. too, I think they were both people I'd seen in karate movies. 
Um, but I don't, Shaw oh, Brothers, okay. they weren't the only people making uh, movies at that time either. So there may have been a whole other camp or whatever that uh, those were coming from. Yeah, they were just really well known and and they have a look and a feel yeah. that is immediately identifiable. You know, yeah. Good old Sonny Chiba. We will miss you. Yeah, he did recently pass. You know what he died of? COVID. Yes. Fucking COVID. We tell. <laughs> yeah, you guys want to watch me take a dump? Say. Hey, Jerry takes a dump every single time. <laughs> it's Jerry's dump time. <laughs> Are listening to the very popular unsane radio. Say dump time. <laughs> Every dump time is unsane. Is unsane. Unsane. Speaking of, smell my finger. Go. You guys want to hear a piece of trivia? Uh, yes. Uh, what's the? There's the tre, tre, tremende or uh, whatever the the Italian. Trapede, uh, I can't remember what it's called. Now it's gonna. This is not gonna go anywhere. Um, <laughs> it's you know that thing I can't pronounce. <laughs> that thing. Well, I can't remember the name. Um, but they uh, when it when it was released in the United States, it was called Unsane. When it was released. So. Okay. It's like a Mario ba- Bava movie or whatever. Oh, I want to find oh, it. Okay. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yes. Oh. Tenebrae? Tenebrae. Tenebrae. Tenebrae, yes. yeah. Tenebrae. I almost said okay. trepanning. Yeah, trepanning. Like, <laughs> tre- 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 pan- Tenebrae, that's yeah. right. That's right. Tenebrae's a good movie. Yeah. yeah. I like Baba stuff. Too yeah. realistic for me. Yeah, all that post-giallo <laughs> craziness. Anyway, independently owned and operated, the Unsane Radio Network. Which includes Unsane Radio Prime. You're listening to that right now. If you're still conscious. I mean, some of the stuff we talked about would just put you out. And I don't mean passed out. I mean just making you wigged right out. Get it? Wigged right out. UnsaneRadio at gmail.com for all that just mellifluous email we get. And I would also like to say that... Tar and Feathers Psycho Cinema. That's T A R R A N D F E T H E R S P H Y C P S Y C H O C I N M A. Type that in. If you type that in in Facebook, you'll get something. Something. I have no idea what it will be. You'll get a virus. But if you want to watch some old episodes and some new episodes of Tar and Feather Psycho Cinema, go to Vimeo slash Tar and Feather. And I've been uploading some of our older stuff, some of our golden oldies, and some of it's pretty uh, um, slightly it's watchable. It's watchable. It's watchable. There you go. There you go. And with that, I'm out. You can find another member of the Unsane Radio Podcast Universe. Heavy, heavy, horror. <laughs> right here on Unsane Radio. And you can also find Heavy Metal Horror on Facebook. Find the page Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. 
And you can find us on YouTube, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast on YouTube. And if you're on Instagram, go to Montag Lewis, M-O-N-T-A-G-L-E-W-I-S, one word. And there's this guy named Mark Justice. He writes a bunch of garbage. So anyway, come see us. Thank you for the emails and your used underwear requests. They will be going out shortly. And Mark is working on a couple of new books. Don't let I am. Yeah, I got three books in the works. So the sequel to Gage Black will be after I finish this next book. Yeah. Cardinal Sins. It's going to be fucking brilliant. Oh, I thought you were going to say brutal. <laughs> that too. I brutally brilliant. I, I couldn't think of the word. I'm like, yeah, it is fucking brutal. It is. Whew. Okay. And don't forget to check out We Freaks on Facebook, W-E-E-F-R-E-E-K-Z, a wacky webcomic that's sure to tickle your funny bone. And it do. It do. It do. And it do. Yeah, it does. And I like how you said underwear going out shortly. Yeah. Thank you. Thank I you. that too. Yeah. After this brief intermission. Selected shorts. Selected <laughs> shorts, Catfly. And if anybody wants uh, to hire Jerry to fuck up their podcast too, I am available. <laughs> Ladies, you know what that means. Available.